Okay, my friends, I know summer is in full swing and you are probably thinking, how do I homeschool during the summer? Do I do nothing? Do I do something? Do I just continue what I've been doing because I'm too afraid that they're gonna forget everything that just happened this past school year? Well, in today's episode, we're gonna talk about how to homeschool during summer and how to address each kid's needs, especially if you have more than one homeschooling. And yes, how to still fill it with adventures because that's what our family is all about. Exploring, outdoors, figuring out what life is about, being curious about things and collecting memories. So if that is something that you wanna do, and this episode is definitely for you because I'm gonna teach you why it's important to continue your kids learning during the summer how you can focus on each child's learning needs in just 15 minutes a day, and yes, still have a summer filled with fun, outdoors, good times, and great memories. So we're gonna talk all about that today. And if you wanna connect with me and ask me, hey, can you tell me more about a certain subject, or you have a question about a certain topic that you would like me to speak about, then the best way to connect with me is on Instagram at Kavai underscore Aquin. That's at K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. Connect with me there. I can't wait to hear from you. And let's jump into this episode. Aloha, mamas. You've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavai Aquin, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha my friends, welcome to another episode and today we're going to be talking about summer homeschool because I gotta be real about it, I am a true believer that learning never stops including during the summer (laughs) but it never started that way. When I first started homeschooling, I remember I was still doing school like traditional schools and I thought okay we're gonna take a full-on break plus I was burnt out from my school year Um, teaching homeschool for the first time and I remember the first two years of homeschooling it was about the first two years I took full summer breaks with my kid didn't do any type of homeschooling during the summer we still did you know outdoor activities almost vacations like just if you think about a typical summer break that's basically what we did but what I realized was during those first two years of homeschooling during those summer breaks It was hard to jump back into a new school year, not just for my son, but for me too, because what I realized was review was taking way longer than I expected. And I felt like I was reteaching so many things. And I bet like teachers out there is like, yes, that's how we feel all the time when kids come back from this long summer break where they don't review anything. I want you to just think about yourself if you were learning something i remember when i was in college if i was taking a continuing subject the next year 
it took me a while. Like I had to go back to my notes. I had to go and refresh my memory before I could really grasp it again. Even if I thought I knew it very well, knew that subject very well, maybe knew how to do that math very well. I needed to go back. And what I realized when I'm homeschooling is that it's just so much easier to keep something going during the summer. Over the years, what I did though was I refined it because initially we started off with, okay, we're going to just continue school. We're just going to kind of downsize it, but I'm just going to still do everything that we were doing, you know, during the regular school year. That was okay, but I got burnt out again. And so then my kids were over it by a few weeks. We're done. (laughs) And I was like, we're done. Not even doing that again. But what I realized worked best was just focusing on one thing. So I, for myself, when I look back at my elementary years and my high school years, the one subject that for me was the hardest to get back into a full swing of because there was so many concepts was math. And I just realized it was because that's something we practice daily. That's something we do all the time, whether it's with our finances, whether it's trying to like go shopping, whether you're working on a budget, whether you're baking or cooking and you're following a recipe, math is everywhere. So what I started doing with my kids And especially when I realized like, oh no, each kid is different and I don't want to be doing 5 million different things during summer. I said, okay, how can I make this easy on me, but also the most effective and very intentional for each child? So what I do now is at the end of the year, we do our end of the year assessment, or maybe you do your own for homeschooling. And from your review or from your assessments that your kids take, gather the info and look through it. And you probably know this because you've been teaching your kid for that homeschool year. What is the one thing that will help them greatly to improve for the next school year? What is that one thing that you want to focus on during the summer? I feel like in the past when I focused on everything without even doing this review, it got, you know, okay results. The kids just felt like, okay, we're just continuing school forever. (laughs) But what I do now is I sit down with my kids and I let them know, okay, this is what you need to focus on from based on your assessments, based on our review. This is what you need the most improvement on. Yes, to increase knowledge and skills. But one thing I noticed that helping that one thing for your child does It increases their confidence. And that is huge. What is something that will increase their confidence? Is it reading? Learning how to read more fluently and better? Is it writing? You know, being able to write easier so that they're not struggling on their um, schoolwork. Is it math? Are they having a hard time with math? Just understanding the concept. So what is the one thing? Now, after you figure that out and after you have a conversation with your child, because that is important, letting them be in on that conversation is huge so that they can tell you their own feedback and you can ask them great questions about, you know, how do you feel about this subject? I know that this was a hard subject this year. What do you think we can do to help you feel more confident in this subject? And 
that way the conversation is two ways. And I, I truly believe that. Like when you include your kids in their learning process, it's a whole new world. It's more than you as the parent telling them what to do, more than you as a teacher just, you know, being the authority and being like, you have to do it this way because I know that you're not doing great. By including them in the conversation, now they have this opportunity to be involved in their learning and to let you know like, hey, I just feel this way about it or this is the one thing that I'm struggling with. You'd be surprised what your kids tell you. Um, going off on a tangent on that, but it's super important. I feel like that's one of the key factors that helped switch our homeschooling, our summer homeschooling. All right. Now, here's some tips on how to, you know, make it get done in 15 minutes and you feel successful. You also feel like you're not doing homeschooling forever. Um, I did want to give a side note that prior to jumping back into homeschooling, we do take a break. Everybody needs a break, including mamas, including your kids. So we stopped homeschooling at the end of May. And then for the first two to three weeks of June, we did nothing, like no schooling. We just literally took a break and reset it. So that is something that I encourage everyone to do. <laughs> Don't just keep on rolling into it. Take a good break. You definitely deserve it. And then that way that gave me time to talk with my kids, to find the materials that I needed to really support their summer homeschool and then to go and jump back into it. All right, so how to keep it short? One, you need to find activities that they, you know, that will support that subject. So a great example is my oldest, we're just, we're easing him into middle school math. So just getting him more confident in doing um, algebra, like pre-algebra and geometry. That's what our focus is for him. So got him a workbook for that. My middle child, he's great with math, but the one thing he struggles with is being quicker at his multiplications. So that's our one focus this whole summer is having him be very quick at his multiplications. And so we're not doing like the whole math book or anything like that. We're just focusing on that one thing because we know that that will help everything else. That just one skill will help all the rest of his math at this moment. My middle child, the third one, what we're focusing with him is general knowledge. He, we wanted to touch on every little thing for him. And the reason why we decided to do that, I know I was like, review what is the one thing, is because he just needs practice with writing and a little bit of math and a little bit like almost like getting in a routine of school because if you can relate my middle child just doesn't want to do school sometimes <laughs> he's my free child who would rather just be out in the wild with the bugs and the animals so for him the subject needs to change if we're focusing on the same thing over and over he will get totally bored so for him we're doing just a general workbook that i found that was super colorful and fun changes every so often very simple for him to do and the key thing is done in 15 minutes whatever you choose to do activity workbook games apps that you can have them practice get it done in 15 minutes and then the next part is you should have it scheduled through the week as a routine whether it's daily whether it's two to three times a week whatever fits your schedule but have it routinely done 
That way your kids know, okay, maybe first thing in the morning while you're eating breakfast, 15 minutes, do this little exercise and be done. And that's it. Little short pockets of them improving. Another tip, set a target. Maybe it's number of pages done by the end of the week, or maybe it's learning a certain concept by a certain time. And then definitely reevaluate if they're hitting the target. If they're not hitting the target, I don't suggest making them pile a whole bunch into one day. (laughs) That will probably make them not motivated. What I would encourage you doing is maybe you need a reward to help them be self-motivated. What is the thing that motivates them the most? Mine for my kids is electronic time. So what we do is, okay, if you hit this target by this amount of time, then guess what? You get X amount of time on your electronics. So what is a reward you can give your kids? Maybe it's going out um, on an outing, on a field trip, something like that. Because that is something that your kid would be like looking forward to and will motivate them to get it done. Now, that's the tips on how to get your homeschool summer, your summer homeschool focused on one thing that will help each of your kids. For the rest of the summer, fill it with enrichment activities and journal it. Maybe it doesn't have to be a nightly journal if that's too much for you, but it could be like every other day. It could be maybe at the end of the week, putting their their top moments of the week, but fill it with a lot of enrichment activities. And yes, outdoor exploration, hiking, summer camps, visiting museums, but it can also be things from home, like learning a new skill. Maybe you can take them to the lake to learn how to swim. Maybe it's learning how to bike. Um, Maybe it's gardening or just going to your park and exploring your park. What fruits and veggies or things that are growing there We don't have veggies growing in the wild, but we do have fruits growing in the wild over here. Or it's different trees and, you know, looking at the animals. Maybe it's going to a cousin's house and visiting them if they have a different type of landscape. What are enrichment activities you can provide your kids during the summer and fill it with such great adventures and memories? That's how you can continue to include the fun. It doesn't have to be daily. It could be weekly like maybe at the end of the week or wherever works for your family. It could be every other week if that works better. Um, Our kids are actually going to summer camp. So that's something that is new for them. They actually been to summer camp, but it was shorter. This one is a full week all day long and they're super excited for that. So there are still ways that you can still include such great adventures in for your kids. Well, I hope those tips encourages you to help your kids during the summer and still have a great homeschool or summer homeschool that's filled with not just great learning but fun and memories too. All right my friends like I said in the beginning if you had any questions or you want me to talk about a topic the best way to connect with me is on Instagram and that's at Kavai underscore Aquin that's at K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. All right, my friends, only you can make your day amazing. So definitely go out and do that. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day 
and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kawaii.